Hi, this is Tom Hodges from Antis Comics, and you are listening to Weeby Geeks. USB microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is Extreme Freedom Audio Bulletin. It cannot be traced, it cannot be stopped, and it is the only free voice left in the geek revolution. And welcome to another episode of Weeby Geeks. Uh, it's Mike, Eric, Mike, Derek, Jules. <laughs> Wrong show Brett. again. <laughs> yes, again. Um, but you know what? We also have some special guests with us this week. And at this point in time, I let Brett take over so I don't mess up. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, uh, friends of the show, you guys have heard them on here before, um, formerly of Super Geeked Up, now with their own show, The Nicole and Tanya Show. We have Nicole and Tanya. How are you guys doing? Hi! Welcome yeah, back, I Nicole. Say I love that like, back. Welcome I love to that the intro. show, Tanya. Yes. <laughs> that was amazing. Like, yeah. I was really rocking out to that. I've never heard one so cool. That was so neat. That was awesome. I was like, this is so cool. How did we get one? Yeah, I'm so <laughs> 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 we'll, we'll, we'll sell it to you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess that'll be another one of those yeah. offline uh, conversations. Well, we'll, we'll just we'll hum you a tune. Yes. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know if the the call letters tones going to work with their show though. Because <laughs> that, that's well, actually, what. Oh, sorry. Uh, go ahead. I was going to say, like, we actually have a really cool like announcer that's on our show, so maybe we can talk him into doing like that, right, Tanya? We just need someone to record. Like, yeah, I I feel yeah. as though we might have an inside connection to that I announcer. Nice. Given that it's my husband, so really cool voice that he. I'm sure, I'll give you the family discount. Yeah, oh. <laughs> it's, it's called. I walk over with a recorder and stick the mic in his face. And say yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I will confess the 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 voice behind the the cat audio tag. That's my wife. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I, I, actually, I didn't know that. I'm in here. I never knew that either. Wow, that sounds awesome, man. We learn great, things you know. every day. Day. Yes. <laughs> she should be a voice actress. So, Tanya, did you lose a bet getting a second billion on the name? Or? <laughs> um, we, we had like a full out, I don't know if it was a Facebook discussion or like an, I, I remember, I forget. We talk all the time. Like, we're pretty much constantly in contact. Um, I, I think it was, we, I don't know how, I think we just like, we just did it alphabetically. And I was like, I kind of like the well, Tanya show. I know, but I was like, but I thought the Tanya Nicole show, and we kept going back and forth. The Tanya's like, no, really? It needs to be the Nicole. Cool Tanya show. I was like, fine. <laughs> oh, I guess. Like, oh, fine. <laughs> my arm. <laughs> so, so the, the evil plan worked. <laughs> Her plan for Rose Elimination. She's. You, she seems psychology. really sweet, but she's got like these. <laughs> So it hasn't quite gotten the first episode as we got yet. So what can you tell us about the about the show? Nicole, you go. Well, 
I don't want to ruin anything because it's pretty crazy. It's insane. But it's insane. Um, the fun <laughs> thing is, though, it's it's really just a variety show um, that we're filming simultaneously in Toronto and L.A. And we have some of our friends who make appearances and do some really cool segments. And it's just been so fun because I feel like I'm sure there's a show similar out there, but I haven't seen one on YouTube per se that's like this. Um, but we've definitely drawn inspiration from a lot of different fun shows like one of my favorite shows we don't really do anything like this but it just inspires me is good mythical morning love that show and so just like fun like random random thing. random is really the key word it's the key word um, yeah, I mean, it's, we're, we're really focusing on, uh, on just like things that we love. Uh, we, we've discovered that, I mean, Brad, this, this is not news to you, but Nicole and I are very much like the same person in a lot of ways. Uh, like we, we finish each other's sentences a lot or like, like literally we're ty- typing in like a Facebook message and she types a sentence, I type a sentence, we hit go at the same time and yeah. it's the same sentence. It's, it's, yeah. And we're just like, you're like it on my head. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking about this. Like, I was just thinking the same thing. Like, <laughs> like it's insane. Uh, so really, it's it's just it's sort of showcasing just stuff that we love and just our craziness because we are we are weirdos and we do random crazy things. And Nicole convinces me to do a lot of random crazy things. Um, that when she describes it to me, I just start like dying of laughter. I'm just like, how do you even? I don't even understand how you get to these things, and it's really great. So, oh and we're really like focusing a little bit on like local stuff and indie stuff. It doesn't have to be both. Um, so we're really trying to like highlight things that are going on in our communities and um, and and giving them a voice in a different way. So it's going to be a record. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. It's going to be a recorded show instead of live of what you're used to. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Right. Okay. It is and recorded. Guess we have to raise our hands for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Do we need a talking stick? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember what I was going to say. I think just it's just um, we kind of like try and weave a theme. Well, well, so far, like what we've filmed, we try to kind of weave a theme into like the different segments. Otherwise, it might just be like, what? Are we watching Mad TV right now? Like, what's going on? Why is this followed by this? Uh, because I said so! Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds fun. I, I can't wait to watch it, because that's my kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> it really is like, it's like this really like fun and cool, funky mix of like, <laughs> like talk show and like Jimmy Fallon playing games and us doing sketch stuff like Mad TV and SNL and and just like ran it's random it's random it's eclectic and it's really Nicole and I being insane for an audience and embarrassing ourselves because we're really good at that and, and I will say like it's hard because so some of the stuff like Tanya too like um I have someone filming me um his name is Michael and um he's really great and and then my best friend Berna she's been like kind of directing some of the stuff so being like embarrassing just it on your own by yourself is one thing but being embarrassing like in front of people and and having to be like okay with that is like whole nother thing but luckily they know like how weird I am so they haven't been too judgmental or at least if they are judging they're not like showing that they're judging <laughs> so it's been a little like uncomfortable but at the same time it's been interesting like pretending that you're filming yourself but really there's other people there and you still have to act like you're by yourself and I don't know it's fun it's and I you'll see like just I don't know I don't even know it I don't want to give anything away I know I'm just like I have a perfect example but I'm not gonna say it I know. is it gonna be a weekly show or how often are you guys gonna put it out 
Well, we're attempting weekly. Um, so <laughs> here's here's the fun thing because it is recorded, which there is some flexibility with that because we can kind of like do a whole bunch of stuff at once and like send it to be edited. Um, and I'm the editor, so um, I'm learning a lot about Premiere. Um, so my husband's really really good at editing and really good at visual yeah. effects. So like literally like for the first episode, I'm like, I want this to do like spinning. <laughs> And I'm like, how do I, how do I make it spin? And he was like, okay, hit this, hit this, hit this. Um, Move. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like, there's been, it's been a big learning curve. But as we, I've gotten into like doing more of like our second and third and fourth episodes, um, I've been like, oh, I know how to do this already. Uh, so like, it's it's going faster. It's just the first one. <laughs> the reason why it's taking so long is literally my um, steep learning curve on. Pro. So you've got a, a few shows, as they say, in the business in the can, then? Uh, we have one for sure in the can, uh, okay. another one three quarters in the can, and then I am <laughs> having fun with other footage. Which even Nicole doesn't know about. Look at her face! You're here first. So, is there cat is there cat videos for transitions from, from one to another? <laughs> I haven't filmed them yet, but there is definitely footage of... So my cats are very vocal, and I'm actually really surprised they aren't telling you right now. They will, because my husband's actually going to come to work soon, and so you will hear them screaming at him because they're really excited he's home. Um, so there's definitely moments that you see like in like my outtakes of like all of a sudden you hear... <laughs> like they're hitting the mic, because like Nicole has... <laughs> Nicole has her has has Mike and Berna helping her. Um, me, it's often just like my husband, who's not a cinematographer. He's super talented in every other single way under the sun. But literally, like I set up the camera and I like go stand in front of it and I like, try and get it to focus and I go and I look and I just like make sure that it's still going and it's still in focus and I'm wet. Um, that, that's literally it. And I, I literally set up the mic on a stand, so <laughs> it's just me. But that's what we do though. Our mic on a stand is just hang over us on the C stand. Oh, but mine's attached to a chair with clamps. <laughs> like, I'll come in here. Boom operator. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like all of a sudden like the cats are like, What are you doing? That looks like a fuzzy thing I can play with. <laughs> um, so yeah, there is some footage of me like talking about my cats being insane. And we, we do have a segment planned around my cats. If we get to do if, if we can get it to work. But the I can, can get we haven't done this yet. I can kinda of, this is like a, a half spoiler. Um so we, I, I gave my my cats credit for the first episode of like the PA and the director of PERS. Because <laughs> uh, that's what they did the entire time of me filming. Uh, so we uh, we started to think of a segment of like trying to figure out ways that like our cats would try and sabotage the episode. Uh, so I'm <laughs> trying to like get footage of them doing insane things, but it's hard because they're fast, they're like uber fast, doing crazy things um, to try and like have like cats being evil when they're really actually. <laughs> <sweet. laughs> but Nicole, I would have expected uh, unicorns. Yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna say that. Yes, yes, unicorns do make an appearance. They do nice. I, I have a feeling, Tanya. Are you using some of that footage to do something? I'm not telling you where. I'm. Ah, surprised. <laughs> Wait, have you guys seen the? Have you guys seen the? I forget what it's called, but on Facebook they have that um that zebra that does like the dancing. Have you guys seen that? Oh, the Running Man. Yeah, the Running Man. It's a zebra in a costume, and it like it just like dances out, and then all of a sudden like this music starts, and it's just like dance. It's so funny, but it's just like 
and it's like it rem- I was like, oh, you could still do that with a unicorn, like you know, zebra. <laughs> but it's just yeah, if you just go well, on Facebook or YouTube or wherever and type it in, you have well, to. Well, that actually might already be happening. Yeah, oh, there, nice. might, there might be some unicorn dancing already. <laughs> unicorn's <laughs> awesome. Unicorn I'm sorry. Air guitar. Not saying too much, but drumming. <laughs> you know. when, when I heard there was the Running Man challenge, and then I'm seeing everyone do the Running Man, I'm like, that's not the Running Man. It's just <laughs> someone jogging in place. <laughs> it's true. It is an art form to do the running man. Like, that is... I can do the running man, I think. Yeah. That was, like, my move. <laughs> oh, I was a fax machine, though. Have you ever done that? Like, no. I've never seen that one. Oh, I have. It's so neat to have. Post this on video. Which we are on video. My move is... Different, like, like the sprinkler and the... I don't know. What are some of the other ones? The worm. My, yeah. <laughs> my my move is the shopping cart. Oh, yes. <laughs> I just, like, pull some soup, put it in the cart, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Who uh, did the art for your uh, Twitter page and logo? Yeah, the the logo, right? Um, yeah. Our friend Diane, she um, is also known as Punka Gogo, and she also is part of Defective Geeks. So she did our logo, our artwork for us. Okay. We did commissioned her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. Nice. Yeah. And then all the, then, of the graphics are, are Nicole's genius work. She's oh. trying to Photoshop stuff horribly, and, you know, sometimes <laughs> it works, sometimes it really works, and sometimes it just doesn't work. But we just go with it. Right? <laughs> I know that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Just like the other day, I wore like a muumuu. I'm like, I don't know why I don't normally wear that, but I'm just going to go with it. It's okay. Just, it's California. <laughs> I'm sure that you can. So last time we spoke, Tanya, you were thinking of moving out to the West Coast, and you are still north of the border. I am still north of the border. Um, so yeah, I'm still in Toronto. Uh, it's it's complicated to move south legally. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, we right now we're a lot of our focus, aside from being on the Nicole and Tanya show, uh, is uh, our feature film that we're working on too. So we want to try and get kind of that wrapped up before we start doing all the paperwork for getting down to the states. But yeah, the definite plan eventually is to end up there if we can, if we can get in. You know, it's all the right paperwork so that way we can actually have a job. <laughs> and yeah. all that fun stuff, uh, and not get kicked out because that would suck. So, uh, yeah. So that is that is one of the goals is to get down there. So, um, although I mean, there's a lot, the industry right now in Toronto is booming because our dollar is so low in comparison to yours. Yeah. Uh, like the new Star Trek show is coming to come up here in the fall. Uh, we've got some like a Matt Damon movie going on at the moment. I think we've got a couple of Netflix shows um, all in Toronto. So, uh, so yeah. things are picking up a lot here. So, I mean, who knows? Maybe maybe I need to move up. There. Maybe you guys need to yeah. come here. You have free healthcare if you come hang True. out. I, th- I think um, they're moving uh, Supergirl. They um, are. Yeah, it's going to Vancouver. It's going to Vancouver, yeah. That's a smart move, though. Yeah. Yeah. It is. I mean, it yeah. makes sense based on um, on who's making it and, and to put it where the Flash and Arrow are filming yeah. is awesome. And, yeah. and Vancouver's, uh, I mean, actually both Vancouver and Toronto right now, like it's like the studio space of both cities. You just, you cannot book a studio right now. Um, it, they're booked forever. Um, and uh, and they're doing the Star Trek movie in Vancouver and the Star Trek series in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Wow. So they are, yeah, so we're, we're, we're pretty packed. I mean, we, it doesn't take a lot to fill us up, but when we do, yeah. it is good. So uh, yeah. <laughs> Van- Vancouver, Toronto is sort of like LA, Atlanta here. Oh, okay. As of recent. Yeah, because yeah. Van- Vancouver is almost Canada's L.A. and Toronto, which... Yeah. 
Well, well Atlanta is more like the there. U.S. as Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> There's always a good-natured fight between Toronto and Vancouver over which one of us is actually Hollywood North. It really depends on what you're looking for <laughs> in yeah. terms of like locations. So, yeah, definitely Toronto and Ontario are much more of the like eastern side of the U.S. look. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, whereas uh, Vancouver's got a desert and ocean and all that stuff too. So, <laughs> I, I think one of my favorite stories about um, hearing about filming locations is when Three Men and a Baby came <laughs> out. The, the ghost, I love that movie. and, and the, you know, supposedly the ghost in the window, and it's actually yeah. a press cutout of uh, one of the guys. I can't remember who it was. And this lady was insisting that the ghost in the window was her son because her son died in that apartment, you know, and she lived in New York. And they're like, I uh, hate to tell you, lady, but I was filmed in Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> Doubt it, Tim. I do remember that controversy about the ghost in the window or the mirror or whatever it was, right? Yeah. It was, yeah, it was a window because it was behind the curtain. Okay. Because we would always, like, like fast forward and, like, pause it, like, and try to figure out what it was. That was funny. <laughs> I'm mad that our stupid governors uh, took away all the tax incentives and things for, for the filmmakers to come and film here. Because Detroit used to be a big uh, place for people to come and film, and now they took that away. It's not oh, as yeah. cost-effective as it was. And although I know they filmed uh, Batman vs. Superman on quite a bit of it here. Mm-hmm. Well, that's nothing to brag about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I like feel like they that did movie. that for, for Michigan, given how much Detroit in particular is yeah, suffering. Detroit, like, Detroit why, <laughs> like, why would you take away the, the, the business? Like, right, because it, it, it creates a lot of jobs when it comes there, because it, yeah, it uh, restaurants oh, and yeah. all the set builders and everything else. Mm-hmm. Hotels, all of yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've been doing a few movies out here in Boston lately. The, That's besides cool. Goodwill Hunting? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, well, yeah, they, they recently shot the new Ghostbusters here. Oh. Um, the Tom Brady Matt story Damon doesn't count because no one cares about that. <laughs> anyway, there's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. <laughs> yeah, they should. They're doing a few movies out here. Nice. Orlando. Yeah, it's, uh, it's expensive. Orlando at one time was supposed to be a, a big film mecca. Um, you know, between having the at one time having the the studio studio space at Disney Hollywood Studios and over at Universal, but the two companies have priced everyone out, and it's like, yeah, it's no longer affordable. Uh, yeah. So is it rough for you guys being in two different areas filming, trying to film, work on the same thing? <laughs> or how do you guys work that out? We, we we do it out of necessity. I think we would much rather be filming together, <laughs> um, whether that's in LA or Toronto or somewhere else. Uh, yeah, we just we we do it out of necessity. I think. I mean, unless Nicole's like, no, I hate that girl. Um, yeah. <laughs> Keep her as I mean, far away as possible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I think we both would much rather, like, if we could film together, that would be much preferable. And, you know, we've got some plans to see what we can do to film some stuff um, yeah. at the same time so we actually can react off of one another. Um, but, yeah, we 
we would rather film in the same place. (laughs) I'm sure that probably adds quite a bit to the editing and and things like that, trying to edit all the different locations right together. But actually, it's good because um, usually we write out the episodes first and have like a whole like outline. So it actually, I think, makes it a little bit easier for Tanya because she knows like what she has to pull from my stuff, what she has to pull from her stuff. So technically, like, it's okay in some capacities that we're not reacting off each other because at least we have like, we, we don't really necessarily stick to the script, but at least we know like what each other is probably going to say. Um, and then one time, actually, I filmed my stuff, she filmed her stuff, and then her stuff she had to reshoot. So then she was able to actually see what I did and then was able to react off that. Lucky. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> And that is something that is, as I am like editing, like if I, if I discover that like a transition that we had planned doesn't quite work the right way, then, you know, <laughs> because I have our announcer voice in our household, um, like if I need to do a different transition or if I need to like quickly like film something, I just like set up my equipment again and then jump in front of the camera and I'll be like and now we're doing this um, or whatever. That's pretty uh, much what the voice sounds like too. And now for... It's almost as I directed him. <laughs> so doing this kind of uh, show is probably good so you don't have to play, pay for locations and, and, and things like that. You just kind of man on the street or woman on the street I guess in your case. <laughs> <laughs> or woman in the living room or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, so far I've managed to make my apartment look like three different locations just by being like we're gonna film at this corner now (laughs) um yeah i mean obviously it's very affordable that way i mean i think if if we had ever had the opportunity to film in a in a full-fledged studio with like actual lights and actual all that stuff then would totally jump on that. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> um, it's easier than pulling out all your equipment and setting it all up and then putting it all away and have cats run around your, your feet. Um, so I think if we had the opportunity, we probably would jump on that. But at the moment, it's just as easy doing it this way. Yeah. And when we do it, like you said, we do some workarounds, how we can film some stuff at the same time with each other through the magic of technology. Um, and it would actually look... Well, we haven't tested it completely. Well, actually... Actually, we kind of did one time. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we, we kind of know in theory what it will look like. and It'll look pretty good. But we just have to now do that. Yeah. <laughs> we just have to put it back. Yeah. Well, because like, so as you guys know, when you're doing anything online, right? Like, case in point, like Skype wouldn't work for me tonight until I updated yeah. it. Um, so like, you know, sometimes when you're doing things online, technology sometimes can do everything it can to make that almost impossible. So, uh, so yeah, we, we're, we're doing a workaround to see if we can do stuff where we're interacting with each other live, but not recording it through online. Yeah. That's what we're trying to do for a different thing. Yeah. <laughs> So, how do you handle uh, the writing process then, being so far apart? Do you write separately, or do you get together? <laughs> Nicole like sends Skype. me a thing saying, I wrote a thing, what do you think? <laughs> I'm like, she's like, I wrote episodes two through four, what do you think? I'm like, that's good, that's literally what we do. And then... <laughs> Like, yeah, great. And then she'll change everything. And um, no, I'm, just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I like, I write something to say, knowing that you're going to actually say, it. like, I just put placeholder text in. Like, yeah, no, exactly. No. What she said, I improvise all the time. You know, like, yeah. after the two of us, I'm like, it'll be fine. We'll just make it. Just advise. Just advise. It's like, no, we don't. I'm like, oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then it does like, me when I'm editing, it helps me a lot. Yeah. Oh, here's what I'm following. Because, yeah. But I went back to you because when we were, we were so, wow, let's take it. Um, and then when I got to the editing process, I'm like, oh, thank God we have a script because like, there's a lot of like outtakes and like, I was like, where does that go again? Like, when I think of Nicole has the foresight to do it at live. <laughs> Send it to me. She <laughs> organized a little bit. Like, and it's funny because you know. I'm like, not really a writer, but I actually have a lot of fun just like writing these episodes and trying to outline it. And then, and yeah, and then Tanya will get into the editing and be like, this works, or actually what you thought doesn't work, so I'm going to make it work. You know what I mean? Like, you're able to figure it out there too. Because some of the yeah. stuff that we want to prep for one, we couldn't actually, we tried doing and then it didn't work. And then Tanya's like, you know, I have a better way to edit this that's going to make it work. So we had to basically scrap a bunch of footage, but it's still, it looked good. I like it. I think it's funny. And like our first episode when we were editing it, I sent Nicole a message like, oh my God, this is taking so long. I wasn't really paying attention on like how long the episode was. Um, And our first episode originally was 26 minute long. I was like, we just made a network I'm like, um, I'm like, yeah. some of this doesn't work anyway, and it's already a half an hour long once we put in credits. <laughs> so, yeah. And we, you guys are planning on doing this once a week. That one. Uh, oh, yeah. That might be rough. Like, it's taking us a lot longer than we thought it would, but again, we just, there's so much more that we're doing than we originally thought we could do or that we would do. So, um, but I think we kind of, we've been getting some advice from some great friends and does a lot on YouTube and um, we think we're going to have some like really intricate episodes and then some episodes that aren't as involved and kind of like space them out a bit because if you see the first episode I mean some of the stuff in there like there's no way we can necessarily do that every week because we don't have a budget so yeah and it's I mean we but, do like so many of us like and a crew yeah. and like yeah. we're obviously not getting paid for it yet so like we right. both have our full time jobs and you know we're both married and we both have lives and all that stuff too yeah. so it's, it's one of those things where it's like you just I, like my husband's like you can't like when I was editing the first episode he's like you can't do this for every episode like you're just you're never yeah. you're gonna release something once a month <laughs> Yeah. Do it like this. <laughs> I was like, good point, good point. <laughs> so, so what are y'all targeting for for show length? I what think we're it's about ten minutes, ten, ten or eleven is we're thinking is like a good length. Um, it allows us to get out our crazies um, and, um, and 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 showcase either like a either like a, a contributor who does a short little segment um, or, or something like that. Um, like so far, we've had um, I think we've had two uh, like people who've done like their own own segment. Uh, and then we've done a couple where uh, there's a group of people doing something, and then one where we're joining in for a segment. And I'm trying not to give anything away because they're hilarious, especially the one that we're joining in for a segment. Um, it's going to be hilarious, and you'll laugh your butts off. Uh, but, uh, so we've been trying to make sure that like we really wanted it to, even though it's called the Nicole and Tanya show, we wanted to... like. Make sure that we, we bring on people who are experts in something or know a bit more about something. So um, uh, to come and talk about, to lend their knowledge to something that we may not be as, you know, up on, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's kind of uh, like uh, cr- the show Cranium Cookie. I know you guys have, mm-hmm. have met those folks, yes. and they they go to museums and stuff like that, and do the educational type type shows. Yeah. Well, yeah. funny well, enough, someone from Cranium Cookie makes an appearance on our show. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> it's <laughs> almost like they're based in Toronto, and they're oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. 
<laughs> I purposely waited till Nicole had the drink up. <laughs> I will do spit takes. This has happened before, multiple times. Not necessarily on camera, but it has happened. Not, not in somebody else's house. <laughs> Actually, yes, house it has anything. happened in somebody else's house. <laughs> Looking to come home, spit takes all over the wall. <laughs> Was this a Jackson Pollock painting or what? <laughs> it's worth millions of dollars. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> don't everybody go at once here. <laughs> so, how long are you guys thinking of just kind of going, like doing seasons, or just once a week, or how, how are you guys planning that out? Um, I think I think we're gonna do seasons. Um, we, we did a lot of discussion about like you know if we're just gonna keep barreling through every week and 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 what we're gonna do for time off. Um, right now, like, like episode one is titled, like, the Nicole and Tanya show, season one, episode one. So at this point, we have a season one. (laughs) 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 Um, so I think, I mean, we, we, we're still kind of playing that a little bit by ear. Um, knowing what we know now with, like, sort of, you know, some of the labor intensiveness of it, uh, we were having to be, like, not our, like, crazy, like, perfectionist self of like this this we have to do this every single week and it has to be like this and like, i'm talking about me actually um, <laughs> i kind of realized like you know it's not going to be perfect but it's still going to be fun and we're still going to be proud of it and we're going to do the best we can so because yeah we don't have a full crew helping us with like editing and um so it's you know we can only do so much and we don't you know we just want to have fun and hopefully people will laugh and see a new side of us or something i don't know (laughs) (laughs) we laugh hysterically at each other all the time so we're hoping that other people will laugh hysterically at us laughing at each other like that's sort of pretty much everything we do is like we're making fun of ourselves Mm -hmm. and i think it's pretty obvious like that we're just ridiculous yeah and do not take ourselves seriously in any sort of way So, so the subtitle of the show is "Why So Serious." Ooh, it should be. Yes. <laughs> That's a good idea. I think it's gonna be fun, though. I think because it is a lot different than most shows. Like even like when I was talking about Good Mythical Morning, um, they're in a set together, uh, Rhett and Link, and they have kind of like a routine, like a pattern of what. They, not always, but sometimes. So it's like it's gonna be. It's not even really gonna be like that. Like I don't even know what necessarily. I don't even know what to compare. Like, can you say it's like blend a bunch of things? But I don't know what to exactly compare it to. Yes, it's. I feel like it's. I think we we have a formula for ourselves, which may I think is fairly unique to us in terms of like what we're doing within that formula. Like, like yeah, we know we're probably going to do like maybe one or two segments, maybe three, depending on the length of them in a show. But like, what those segments contain, I think, are going to be pretty out there uh, in terms of like they aren't going to be like and now we're going to go talk to someone about this like we don't do that every week like it's it's something it's pretty random with things do you think there's going to be some segments that repeat like maybe not the same thing but like this is returning I think so. I'm, okay, I'm just going to give one away because okay. we're, we're dancing around so many of these things <laughs> um, so both Nicole and I are huge Netflix users like we love watching things on Netflix uh, so one one of our segments is called Netflix with us. So we, we talk about the shows that we love and we do a little mini review. Um, it gets a little more involved in that. That's, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> um, but mostly, 
mostly it's uh, so we we anticipate like a segment like that will probably will probably come back. It won't be like we just do that one time because there's so many things that we that we love to watch on Netflix. And they've got so many great series and all that fun stuff that we for sure are going to do that more than once. Um, change it so it could be like sci-fi channel with us or something. You know what I mean? Like maybe not, but yeah. you know what I mean? Like it could also yeah. be or Hulu with us, but we don't yeah. do Hulu. If we did, <laughs> or if we had it, like, you know what I mean? Like, you could do Hulu. I can't do Hulu because we're banned we from Hulu. Have, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it is, it's not in Canada. We can't get Hulu up here. Oh, okay. It's not that I'm actually banned. <laughs> I didn't yeah. do anything to make Hulu. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have your IP yeah. address. <laughs> Netflix is the more friendly user. Like, we have both, but I've been on Hulu, like, once in my life. My husband always does the setup for it, because I'm always like, where do, how do I find this show? Like, Netflix, you go in. You have, like, yeah. your individual, like, we have all four of our profiles set up, so, like, the kids are kid-friendly ones. They can't get, like, any of the, like, horror shows, and then, like, yeah. ours are a little bit more, you know, adult with, you know. But Netflix is just, oh, man, I would die without it. Like... <laughs> So I'll be, I'll be excited to see that segment because, like, I would totally relate to it. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't know, like, I'm not sure if you like those shows that we're reviewing, though. Tanya's, you probably do. I don't know if you're going to like the show <laughs> I review or not. <laughs> so, so in other words, you're saying you're, you're reviewing H2O, a mermaid adventure? <laughs> Along those lines. Yes. yes. <laughs> I'm just going to say yes. Yes, she is. <laughs> I have to a lot of uh, cartoons in Nicole's playlist. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> so that leads me then to the question uh, Have you come up with any ideas that you thought maybe went a little too far, maybe a little too weird, and you decided not to go in that direction? <laughs> yes. Um, will we see him anyway I I don't well (laughs) in particular um, so Nicole has this talent and I love her for this is that she'll send me this message which is like 3 o'clock in the morning my time so like midnight her time and she's like I have a new idea um and I'm like that's awesome and then we start like really like talking about like the reality of actually doing it and we're like we that that's just actually really complicated I don't know so she had she had an idea of um of basically recreating music videos uh <laughs> I was like oh my god that'd be hilarious and we're playing all the parts it's gonna be great um and then we started to like we're like Without really telling each other, we started getting really stressed out about the concept of trying to recreate all this. Especially at the time in Toronto, like it was still—I mean, it's still kind of, kind of sometimes like rainy, gross spring weather here. Um, I was like, Nicole, I—I I don't have the space to film some of this stuff because I can't go outside right now because it might snow tomorrow for all I know um, and uh, and so th- that one we it's not that we like nixed it we just like simplified it way down because um, it was just like and, th- and when we were doing like the Netflix thing we like for for there was something that I was going to do and I was going to recreate this whole thing and the same deal I was like oh and it was still snowing in Toronto at that point so I'm like I don't have the indoor space to film this whole epic thing um, so there's been a few things that we've had to be creative with, like like what our vision is, and then and like, okay, what are the realities of what we can actually do? <laughs> so it's not that we get rid of it; it's more just like we rethink it. Mm. Yeah. If that makes sense, <laughs> evolve it a little bit. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. I feel like One it's better day. to have it's better to have like the bigger visions that you can kind of work with, you know, because then like you might think of something else too, and you know, it's, I mean, I oh, wish yeah. my mind worked like that because I <laughs> <laughs> I have ideas, but they never translate well. So. <laughs> Too, it's like there was one idea I had that I wasn't sure if it was going to work. Like, in my mind it worked, but I was like, but... And then we filmed it, and it actually worked better than I had thought it would. Because then I, when we saw it out, um, I was like, oh, I don't know. And then my husband saw it, and he was, like, on the full outfit. He's like, that <laughs> is amazing. Like, what were you thinking? And I think funny the same way. Like, what? Like, it's just funny because, like, you don't know if it's going to work or not. But then it surprises you if it works a little better than you anticipated. <laughs> See, I, I had a few ideas, but the ice pick did not help get them out. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 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 cool. honestly is like the genius at thinking of like crazy things. Like it's just like so the whole time that I have known her, she's like, oh my god, I have a really great idea. And she's really good at like convincing people that it's a really good idea and that we should all do it. Uh, like one of my <laughs> One of my, even though like I, I I did musical theater and I like I at one point trained as a singer for like Alani, so like singing competitions when I was younger, blah blah. blah. Um, I've never um, liked singing uh, too much in public, and especially I have to improvise it. And then like when we were on Super Geek Dub, she's like, "I have a really great idea. Let's do holiday jingles." <laughs> and I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> And so, of course, you know, you say yes, because that's, you know, how you grow as a person. And I just remember just, like, being petrified. And I was just, like, I couldn't even look up. I literally, like, looked, like, like the performer on the group was, like, I can't even look up. It was horrible. And but Nicole just convinced me it was a great idea. So she does this all the time. It's amazing. I don't know where she comes up with them. And then I'm, like, yes, I will do it. For you, I will, I will do this thing. <laughs> idea but then and I'll, I'll convince myself it's a great idea too and then we're about to do it I'm like why did I say this was a good idea like I am horrified this almost sounds like a production meeting for starting up a new cult oh yeah we'll get anyone to do anything Nicole you take it <laughs> Kool-Aid, you'll love it. Oh, it's good. Is it really rapping? I did. I never wanted to. I oh yeah, that, that, like, and that actually, yeah, I know. Even though you didn't like to do it, that was probably one of my, for my one of my all-time favorite segments of uh, of Super Geeked Up. Was that with the premium it. cookie? Yeah. Like it was ballerina in me was like, I can't rap. <laughs> I study ballet, man. Come on. It's okay. A lot of the rappers can't great. rap either. Yeah. Yeah. Look at look at one of your biggest biggest exports, Drake. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm having internet difficulties right now. Yeah. <laughs> what? Justin Bieber. Oh, Bieber. Oh, we don't we don't claim owners. You can have him. We don't want him. We don't want him either. <laughs> There's this whole, like, kind of joke in Toronto. Like, obviously, like, the Toronto, like, worship strength for all Yeah, these. they're blaming him for uh, not showing up at, at their uh, the, the <sighs> Raptors games or the playoffs. He's not <laughs> like, magic. He's not Dumbledore, <laughs> Not Dumbledore. <laughs> 
Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, I was like, oh, dude, you didn't really come from nothing. You were on a very popular kids' TV show for <laughs> years that paid union rates. Like, you, you, you were, you were good. But music, but musically <laughs> discovered on YouTube. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, Bieber's having a concert here tonight, and I'm like, oh, God. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you can, you can, don't blame Canada for that. Blame YouTube. Yeah. I will say a couple of his songs are catchy. I find myself singing them. And then yeah. I, the one, I didn't realize it was him. And then I was like, oh, I really like this song. I'm like jamming to it. And then like at the end, you know how they like that was whoever with the song. And they were like, that was Justin Bieber. I'm like, that was Justin Bieber? Like, let's see which one <laughs> likes that song. Sorry, I think I just song? vomited a little. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't remember what the, name, what the name of it is. It's the one, like the most recent one they've been playing like every second. Uh, the one that's sorry, like where that he, he talks about like... Oh, go, like go love yourself or whatever. Yeah, that was like that. Yeah, it was him, and I was like, oh, I love this song. And then it was like it's Justin Bieber, and I'm like, that's Justin Bieber. Ah, oh, I still like it. It's just it's really it's stuck in your head like all the time. Yeah. Right, all his like, songs in same. my head. Uh, up next, <laughs> discussion on Twilight. Tanya, <laughs> don't even. You read all the books. I, I did read all the books, and I feel <laughs> as though I have taken some of my life away from me. But I have this thing when I start a book, especially if it's part of a, like a series, I have to finish a series. I don't care how bad it is, I will finish a series. But when it came to the movies, I watched the first movie, and I was like, I can't. <laughs> Actually, I hadn't read the book all my friends did, and then I saw the first movie, I was like, oh, I could get into this. And then the book was like, it's funny because it's like so horribly written, but you can't put it down. It like, didn't make sense to me. I was like, how am I? What is going? You can't look away. Yeah. My, yeah. my experience with it was, I guess my wife had read the books. And then the movie came out, and she's pregnant at the time when we finally watch it on DVD, and she's, like, criticizing it. That wasn't in the book. That wasn't in the book. That I'm like, then can I get up and leave? She goes, no. <laughs> I'm pregnant. If I got to suffer with through this, you're going to suffer with me. I'm like, okay. And she goes, don't you dare you fall asleep either. <laughs> <laughs> be fair to Catherine Hardwick because I went to this like round table where she was there and she had some really good points like some of the stuff in the book like where they're sitting in a car talking if you were to film that it'd be like super boring mm-hmm. so she changed it to like a restaurant or whatever like yeah. there's certain things that like you get mad that's on the book but if they filmed it exactly how the book was you would be like bored and you just like walk out of the theater yeah. there's a it's lot of that like, like the, interpretation. the superhero everybody complains about their costumes and stuff but I mean yeah, really, if they're in spandex how is that going to translate onto the, onto the screen <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not going to look great. Sure. Just ask Adam West. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that man was a stud. Yeah. Right. Robert Ward thought a lot of himself, too, according to his yeah. book. <laughs> um, so, uh, we're totally derailed here. You are right there, Mike? No. I'm still thinking about Twilight. I, I, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I think that myself. Fifty Shades of Grey was equally as well. No, was much worse in terms of writing. Oh. It was horrible. I didn't read it. I had to follow the same rule. I read the first book. I had to finish all of them. It was. Oh, <laughs> it Sometimes was you can bend the rules a little. I yeah. couldn't. I, I was like, no, I have to. I have to. <laughs> I was like, this works. Tears do ran it. out of her eyes at the end. <laughs> Yeah. You should, do, you should do these book reviews on on these bad movie series 
with horror <laughs> themes running in the background. <laughs> we had some idea kind of similar with books, but Tanya, we'll have to talk about it. It's a good idea. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you have to do it in your uh, the phone sex operator voice when you're between the reviews. Oh, Tanya. <laughs> oh, hey there, uh, Mr. Gray. <laughs> with, 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 the, with the theme of the exorcist running in the background. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! Can I just say I discovered today? Someone posted up on Facebook a um, a web comic where they have mashed together the X Files and Buffy. Oh wow! Oh my it's like, gosh! I almost died. Um, yeah. So like Mulder and Scully are in Sunnydale investigating the Slayer, like trying to figure <laughs> out like what they're like what's happening and who is she and all that kind of stuff. I was like, what is this? So, <laughs> I have to go back and read all of it. <laughs> the, the, nice, your favorite. Then they can throw in the third mashup where you see uh, Hero from Heroes going, save the cheerleader, save yeah. the Slayer. <laughs> that would <be> amazing. <laughs> so, Nicole, what's your background? I, I know you did it, oh. you're doing the writing and stuff as far as like writing and acting and, and stuff like that. Good question. I actually, I went to film school. Um, well, actually, I went to a college that has a good film. So it wasn't just like an artsy fartsy, like it's actually like liberal arts college. I don't know why I clarified that. But anyway, <laughs> I. <laughs> cool, we weren't really listening at all. I got a BFA in film production. And um, like growing up, I was in like dance and um, theater. And actually, I told Tanya recently, um, we're on a different interview with uh, Webby Guy that I I actually grew up with taking Russian ballet and um, and I've done like East Coast swing dance, Lindy Hop. So just like that. And then um, theater stuff and in school. And then I also I've taken some acting classes, but um, uh, that's not really like the dramatic classes. Like just I can't do very well. It's just not. Yeah. The comedy stuff is good. I took some like a class of the Groundlings. That was really fun. It's, like improv. Uh, but yeah, just like uh, I don't know. I always get weird talking about myself. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I've like known you forever, but I never know. I know Tanya has like the the acting and stuff background. Yeah. I never knew what, what your background was. Yeah, I guess I didn't really talk about it very much. Yeah, so I filmed action, and then I grew up doing, like, theater and, like, church and school, and um, I actually did, when I was, like, I think it was, like, the end of junior high to high school, I gathered all the kids in my neighborhood, and I put on a back-to-school fashion show, and I, like, choreographed dance routines, we did, like music videos and um so i've always just been really involved with like creative stuff and the arts and um like i just love producing stuff and organizing stuff um and she kicks ass at it oh tanya (laughs) 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 if she's going bring it on bring it on (laughs) <laughs> keep talking, keep talking. No, I don't know. I, mean, I don't really know. That's just pretty much it. And then, you know. <laughs> pretty much it. <laughs> I don't know, you know. She also so has won some awards as well. So, you know, just... <laughs> She leaves out. She's like, I did some stuff, you know, I wasn't in it. But, yeah, I'm only an award-winning, like, creative person. That's all. It's fine. Oh, right. I feel weird about that, though. But you're right. No, I, I said it. 
so I produced, directed um, three episodes of like a sci-fi show called Progress. I think I, I must have mentioned it before, guys. Um, mm-hmm. And then we did a spin-off show where I co-directed it, and then had a producing team together, and that one was nominated for like a Best Variety Show. Um, and then actually, you know, right out of film school, I worked in a production company. We made documentaries, and um, we made. I was an associate producer on this documentary called The Philosopher Kings, and it's about finding wisdom in unlikely places. And we interview custodians at like well-known universities. And actually, I'm still friends with a lot of those subjects that we interviewed. Um, there's like Duke and Princeton, Cornell. I mean, they're like all over. It's just so cool. Um, oh. Spec commercials. I mean, I don't know. I just tried to do stuff. Oh, actually, you know what I did recently? You know that I remember um, Christina Wren, who um, I think she's been on Super Geeked Up. That's where we met her originally, and um, she was in ba- uh, Batman vs Superman and Man of Steel. Well, she has a production company with her husband, and I got hired to do um, like location scouting, location managing for some teaser videos that they did, and that was really fun. Um, filming on a ranch, like that was really cool. And I got to hold a baby goat. You guys, baby Aww, goats. baby goats are the best. Her first kid. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's a lot of. Uh, is that something that you like doing the scouting out the locations and things like that? It'd be cool. I love it. I love locations. Um, I love like producing work. I feel like I don't know. I love bringing people together, and I think even Tanya, like that's something you really, you're really good at, and she loves doing. She's a really good producer too. Um, so yeah, just yeah, I love locations. Like, and actually, a friend of mine who I went to film school with, he does visual effects um, for some like the Spider-Man cartoons and stuff, and him and his wife own a music video production company and they'll hire me sometimes to do like locations or casting for their music videos and this is really fun it's like kind of everything in there Nicole's like she's really Nicole's really what she's trying to say with all of this she's really good at like pulling together like all of like she knows how to pull together like a production in terms of like like she knows what goes into it and what needs to happen to like make the actual production happen and she's like super awesome at that aww Tanya well yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. well did you know Oh, Tanya, like, produced, like, a whole feature film. That's what I was going to ask next. What's, uh, oh. <laughs> what do you have, uh, <laughs> can you tell us anything about it or, or not? Yeah, so we did principal photography last May, actually. Uh, oh, my God, we're, this is a, may have been our, no, it wasn't our last day filming last year. Um, so we, we shot a, a feature film last year that um, my husband wrote the script and it had been optioned sort of a, a billion times by a billion different companies. And uh, we finally got ownership of it again and just decided that we were going to do it ourselves. Uh, because we had been doing enough in the industry here that we we knew enough people with equipment and and it was just kind of the right time to finally be able to do it. Um, so it's something called uh, Red Spring, and it's actually a uh, vampire apocalypse film. Oh, nice. uh, and at this point, the vampires when the film starts, the vampires have basically already won. So there are like probably billions of them and thousands of humans. Um, and it's more about what happens to humans when you're actually being hunted, um, and and how do you survive knowing probably your entire family's dead everyone you know is dead um and you go and you try and you find those people like how do you how do you survive that and how do you deal with that um our vampires are very different uh, in fact actually when we were doing our indigo campaign for the production we had a bit of a slogan say no to sparkly vampires <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> Vampires right. be scary because they're monsters. Right. <laughs> they are not romantic interests. Um, so we very much focus on the fact that you know they are monsters and they are they want to kill you. <laughs> um, that's what they want to do. And um, mm. our our monsters were are a bit different in terms of like if say they were a soldier when they died and, and they knew how to drive a tank. As a vampire, they still know how to drive a tank. Um, it's just now they are a vampire and they will come and search for you and get your blood. Um, very much more like a drug addict and that's they have absolute bloodlust and they will do anything to track you and get to you. And if that means laying in ambush, they will do that. So, yeah. yeah. Can you hear my pet? He's talking to us. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, how so are you we, guys uh, releasing that? Um, um, we were hoping to sell it. Uh, I won't give too much information on that right now because there's some negotiations happening at the moment. So, <laughs> um, but we uh, we're in post production, so we uh, we're hoping to to get some sort of uh, distribution deal, uh, which should be awesome. Um, and uh, it's technically the first in three films, so there's two more to come. So we get to see the story continue at the end of, of this and how that goes. So um, we're excited. We're really happy with what we have so far. Uh, it's taken a lot of work. We've got a lot of visual effects to do. Um, but uh, we're, we're really happy with it. And we, we honestly, we, I feel like I've said this a billion times, but we can't wait to show people. We're just, it's just not ready to show people yet. We're just Eventually we will show it, but it's just not ready yet. So we... Uh, we're getting there, though. It's just longer than we thought. Is there you like uh, behind the scenes, or do you act in it, or? Um, I chose not to act in it. Uh, so uh, my husband Jeff, he uh, he wrote, directed, and starred and produced in it. Um, oh. So I I made the choice, or I guess we made the choice together that. Um, as much as it killed me to be like, oh, I'm not going to be in it. Uh, I, uh, we need one of us to literally just be the person behind the scenes, like trying to organize stuff, especially when during principal photography of like, there were going to be times when like a location fell through or we didn't have something. So we needed some, one of us to be that person making the phone call while the cameras are rolling, trying to get stuff happening. So, um, so yeah, I was, I was, I don't, I hate saying just a producer cause that's, not what it's always it's not just producing but yeah i was i was only producing on this um and it was it was an endeavor it was intense um it's 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 definitely even though it's a vampire thing a film and people automatically go horror it's a lot more of an action thriller with like explosions and gunshots and all that fun stuff and we did that on a very low budget so it took a lot of creativity to to do that <laughs> so do you find some of that experience going into to your guys show then being able to with a low budget and trying to stretch um, things out i sort of my thing when i when we sort of came off of that like after we slept for a good solid week um i I remember saying, I think I said this to Nicole, it really sort of opened my eyes to absolutely anything is possible. There are there are no obstacles or only challenges. And if you just put your brain towards it, you can figure it out. And I think that that sort of mentality is something that Nicole and I sort of put towards kind of most things that we work on and things that we want to do is that 
there may not be an obvious solution to a problem, but there is a solution. <laughs> um, like you just have to, like maybe I don't have it, but if I talk about it with Nicole or if we talk about it with like, you know, Jonathan Robbins or, or if I talk about it with Jeff, like someone somewhere in the hive mind has a creative solution to something. You just have to be willing to ask for the help or look for the solution. Like just don't throw up your hands and be like, it's never going to work. I actually have a really good example for that. When I was doing the location scouting for Christina's stuff, um, we needed a ranch and like, it was really hard to find one with cows that we could film with the cows. And um, like we found one, but the cattle that they had were like more aggressive. And so they're like, it's not a good idea. Like you'll get hurt. So I'm like, what can we do? Maybe we could like just film the like exterior stuff there and then go to a petting zoo and just film like a close up with the cat. We're like trying to figure it out. And then I was at this um, party and this girl, um, Leah McKendrick, which she's um, created Destroy the Alpha Gamma as a web series and um, she's an actress and a writer. So, and we actually both went to Chapman together. We, we like reconnected at a party. And I was like, she's like, what are you up to? I was like, well, I'm doing locations and I'm looking for a ranch. She's like, stop. I have the perfect location for you. And like, I'm not one like really talk about all this stuff that I'm doing and like what I need and I need help and so it's just funny that I was like I really should tell her I had this like I need to tell her and then she helped like come up with this solution and like the ranch was perfect the people who owned it are amazing it's just like so crazy mm-hmm. like so you're right so it's like the more you talk about it or ask for help like someone somewhere is going to help you find a solution I remember last year at the I guess not I guess not the one that just happened one before at the Vancouver Web Fest um, so it was before we went into production for, for Red Spring and you know as you all know if you've ever done any <laughs> production stuff you know there's a billion times the entire project like is on the verge of falling apart because something fell through and I, I remember we were having uh, some challenges with a few things around that time and I remember going to that festival and just like saying like you know just sort of talking about the project and you know some of the stuff that we were experiencing and like the offers of help from like the indie community have always like been overwhelming like people are just like I can do this or I know someone who does this and like I can connect you with so and so and it's always been I found that the independent community at least I don't know if it's like this down the states but especially in Toronto and in, in Vancouver like we very very much supportive of the each other and 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 how we can help each other and it's it's about like you know a high tide raises all ships and that's that is just like the thing across the board and and we would much rather be supporting each other than like stabbing each other in the back and and that's something that i really love about about the indie community whether it's web series whether it's film like anything like it's very much of how do we help each other Yeah, that's something I've noticed. I've talked with a lot of people that do web series and things like that. We've interviewed people on here and things like that, and they're always so gracious and and they're always willing to promote other other web series and talk about other people and things like that. And, and it seems like everybody in the web series community knows each other <laughs> from <laughs> from one thing or yeah. another. So it seems like it's a very tight knit uh, type of a uh, community. Yeah, tight knit and very welcoming. Like we again, I can only really speak to the Toronto community because I know it so well. But like, you know, we would have like web series meetups where like it didn't matter whether you had done a web series or not if you came and had a drink with us you're part of the group like, <laughs> like you know this is just what it is and I, I think that we all are working towards a common goal of, of getting our ideas and our voices out there and and no matter how, how you do that whether you're winning awards for it or not like it's like something to cheer and celebrate that you know you're actually doing it because a lot of people just talk about it they don't actually do it and so when you actually do it like why not help each other out like it's, it's the best thing in the world to be working on projects than to oh, sit yeah. at home and be grumpy that you're not so, <laughs> yeah. so go do it <laughs> 
answer something I'm kind of sitting on, something that Nicole and I have kind of talked about and I've sent mm-hmm. and I've kind of stuck no. with. And <laughs> no, and I've been thinking about it a lot, too. Like, we got to find a way to make it happen. I've been thinking, like, mulling over ideas that um, we'll talk about it. Yeah. We'll figure it out. We're going to make it work. That's going to be cool. Yeah, I, I initially had an idea for a web series when we were talking to another group. And when they came came back on, what, about six months later? Like, yeah, so I'm not going to go the web series route. I'm just going to do a, another podcast about it. <laughs> Only because it's a lot of work. Work. We're trying to figure out how to get it from you know from from the head to paper, and then you know with my schedule and whatnot, trying to figure out mm-hmm. okay how to how to cast, how to do the filming. Um, no, I, I just don't have time to, to to coordinate everything. It's just easier for me to just sit down, grab the mic, and go. Okay, mm-hmm. here's episode one. <laughs> <laughs> But that's just like that's that's no less than doing a web series. Like we know, like doing a podcast, this can be just as much just as much work. Like it's mm-hmm. you're doing something. I think that's that's what's important. There's a lot of people who talk about it and they don't actually don't actually do it. And I think that's that's an important difference. Well, I've got the name and everything for this new one. I just haven't started it yet. It's just, <laughs> again, trying to find that time to start it mm-hmm. between doing two shows right as it is. You. I have an idea for a horror film, which, if you know me, I don't watch horror films, but I was inspired by a trip to the optometrist, and oh god, <laughs> I, yeah. it's kind of crazy, but I actually just had to like, sit down and write it, and I'm like, I, can't, I just have the hardest time just with finding time, but I got it, yeah, eventually you're going to get to a breaking point where you're like, I just gotta do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's usually what I hear from most people, eventually it's just like, something just happens, and then like, like, I just, it just can't be in my head anymore i just gotta yeah. i just gotta do it. that's often what happens it just it's almost yeah. like it takes a life of its own in your brain and you have to it's almost like a horror movie um and then you just like have to get it out and have to write it yeah i'm, I'm yeah. at that point now <laughs> it, it probably next couple weeks you know what you could do that might make it easier um because i've done this before for a screenwriting class it's how, if you if you like talking and recording and stuff you can just sit down and like record all your ideas onto you know like a well, I had like a handheld microphone. You're not going to have those necessarily. Your phone or your computer. Right. And just really just spew out all those ideas. And then it's like once you get them out there, then you don't have to like freak out so much because you're like, I'm going to forget this. It's like it's on the recording. You can go back and listen to it. Um, you know, so that's that's an idea, too. And that might help. Well, I, I've got the idea. It's just actually sitting down and doing the actual production. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys find it it's easier collaborating with somebody or doing oh, yes. something yourself? Yeah. I oh, yeah. Definitely do, too. Yeah. Finding your team, like, whoever it is, is, like, I can't even stress uh, Like, when you have your team of people who are just, like, like, you think, like, Joss Whedon and all the people he uses all the time, or Kevin Smith and all the people he uses, like, like, you've got your people that you know that, like, okay, if I have an idea and if they're available, they're going to help me in some way. Um, and I think... That's an important because I think a lot of people when they when they want to produce something they feel like they have to do everything themselves and I'm guilty of this too and it, it takes sometimes like like Nicole or 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 Jeff to be like like you don't have to be doing this all by yourself like you've got people that you can ask like rely on your people mm-hmm. um, and so yeah you you want to collaborate with people who who know what they're doing and you know that like they will they'll do what they said they were gonna do and and they know how to do stuff like you I think that's an important thing yeah you find your team 
and sometimes they can help you like they have the time to do it and sometimes they can't um but knowing that like you even if they can't help you you know that they're like like your biggest cheerleaders they're in your corner and mm-hmm. and making sure that you're not like dying and crying on the inside <laughs> um, that like yeah you it's better when you collaborate um or it's easier um so that way you you know that people have your back and yeah that was rambling <laughs> well no that's good and i actually think that most projects unless you're writing a book um i think most things are better with collaboration because it becomes so much more it's not just your thing it's like all of your thing and you guys are all on the same team trying to get the same thing with the same goal so that's always fun too because it kind of becomes this huge thing like bigger than you even could have anticipated because all these people that you're able to collaborate with and and work together on that just makes it so cool and that's how you sort of start to learn too like you know your first few times like the people that you might work with maybe you never want to work with them again like you you find you'll find as you do different projects with different groups like okay that person was awesome or like those people were great or like this person i'm never gonna work with again like (laughs) you like that happens like it's not like you like go around and saying it out loud but you know what i mean like we all get some names (laughs) yeah (laughs) well there there's Raphael. (laughs) oh sorry so yeah, you 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 build your network of people by doing stuff and 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 just getting out there, and, and eventually you end up having like not to use the current term of your squad, but you have your squad of, of people. squad goals, squad goals, <laughs> people I want to film with. <laughs> so what's the uh, big uh, superhero movies have you guys seen, and which ones are you guys looking forward to seeing? Ah, so behind. Um, <laughs> uh, the last one I saw, which I saw like months later, I saw Batman vs Superman like just recently. I hadn't been able. I liked it, but I know not everybody did. But I enjoyed it. But it was like three hours long, so <laughs> there was that. But it was really fun. And actually, um, I'm really looking forward. Well, hopefully, like I really wanted to the Suicide Squad, but I'm not exactly sure. Like we'll just see. Like we just gotta see. Yeah. And yeah. this is actually a superhero, but um, Scott, my husband obsessed with the Warcraft movie coming out. He is, I kid you not, he's on YouTube every day watching the teaser video like five times in a row every (laughs) single day. I was like, you gotta stop. He's like, I'm so excited. You know that when that comes out, we are going to the theater on opening day. (laughs) They don't call it Warcraft for nothing. (laughs) Uh, Mm -hmm. So he's actually never played World of Warcraft, but he played, um, I think it was Warcraft 2. Yeah, just Warcraft. I was happy happy in the world the Warcraft. I'd be up nights having to get up early for work and <laughs> doing raids and everything like that. <laughs> like, took over my life for quite a while. <laughs> yeah, That's why I've never signed does. up for it, because I would be that person. Yeah, yeah I've, I've never played a Warcraft game. I haven't either. I, I played it when it was, like, single player. Like, when it was just Warcraft, yeah. like, not yeah. Warcraft. I played that. Yeah, it was, like, and, a real-time strategy uh, type game yeah. that first came out. Yeah. Um, as for me, I am so behind, and I feel like I partially lose, like, my geek points. Um, like, I haven't seen Deadpool yet, people. What? <laughs> uh, what? I know, I know. Um, but, uh, I, I just, I mean, to get back into Netflix, I love, like, like, I finally finished, like, Daredevil Season 2. I loved it. Um, uh, I'm still basking in the glory of The Force Awakens, like, uh, yes. <laughs> um, yeah. like, so, yeah, I just put uh, that uh, digital copy on my iPad of The Force Awakens, and I've already <laughs> watched like about four times now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just so remembered, good. I just saw Civil War, too. Uh, oh, I wonder yes. if it was 
that so was great. did you think that was over like Batman vs Superman? Well, yeah. Well, you know what's funny is they were just very different, um, very completely different style. I mean, you know, one's dark, one's like not so dark. But one was I good, say- one was not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one had Martha's, the other one didn't. <laughs> I don't have earphones I, in. I can't. I, I, that's not going to help me. The trailer originally, he's like, I don't understand how they're going to put Black Panther on this. Like, this just doesn't make any sense. And so then when we saw it, we're like, oh, this makes complete sense. Like, it perfect so idea. Yeah. Yes. That was my favorite part, I think, is Black Panther. And that was cool. I like uh, Spider-Man. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to that uh, yeah. movie coming yeah. out, too. And I'm so glad Ant-Man was in there, too. Like, oh, yeah. was that was so, awesome. He was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think the way they handled Black Panther really, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, no I, 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 I'm, I'm trying not to. <laughs> I, I think the way they handled it w- was great because of just the actions he takes. Let me just yeah. say, I'm not a big Black Panther fan, but I loved him in this movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that uh, the movie is uh, boosted the uh, comic sales. It's like um, top in sales for Marvel. Oh, yeah. so that's, that's great. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Because yeah. the, the, cool. book, the book came out, and uh, the first issue came out in April. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's uh, definitely a boosted him. I will say, I just, I, and I, I think I've said this before, like, I'm a Brett Nicole, you've heard me say this a billion times. I just, I love what Marvel is doing. I love how yeah. all of their different properties kind of reference each other. Like, I guess yeah. in the new season of um, Agents of Shield, like they they reference like the gang violence that are happening that's happening in Daredevil, um, right. and like obviously in Daredevil they reference the incident, which is uh, what happened in the Avengers. Like I, just, I, oh, yeah. I remember when I was younger when you would see things that were obviously in the same universe, and like it was on TV or it was in a movie, and like I always used to wonder like why don't they use the same people? Like because then it would be so yeah. cool, and then all of a sudden like Marvel is like here you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chloe Bennett though was just came out being very critical over the fact that the studios they're that the movies don't reference back to the shows at all now, even though the shows are seem like they're a direct support to the movie. Mm-hmm. So. I wonder if that's just like a time constraint choice. If yeah. that's one thing I noticed with um, like Age of Ultron in particular, there was I, you, I know why they were doing it. They're setting it up for for Civil War and for um, uh, oh my god, my brain just went blank. But yeah, basically introducing all these characters that are going to be taking place in all the rest of these epic things over the next billion right. years. Um, so I felt like in Age of Ultron, sometimes there's almost too many characters because they and they didn't have time to actually do a good job of like who is this person and why are they yeah. here. Um, yeah. But I, I so I'm wondering if maybe it's just like pure like we have to get these people in here somehow. So what can we not right. talk about? Maybe it's Daredevil. <laughs> well, well, yeah. well, one of the things that got me with with Age of Ultron is you know, of course at this point in time, Coulson's now director of Shield mm-hmm. per Fury, which takes place around the time of of uh, Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. and yet. Um, there's no mention over the fact that Jill's still around, mm-hmm. even though they deal with Mara Hill, and Coulson's the new director, and, and yeah, blowing but, that but, and blowing that whole thing of Coulson's alive. But then uh, the Shield is supposed to be working in the shadows now, so yeah. they can't exactly announce that. Hey, Shield's back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I just think Marvel is definitely doing, and I've I mentioned it quite a few times on this show that that I wish DC would follow suit because they've got so many yeah. great characters on TV right now, and uh, they would fit in so well in the, the movies. 
Well, yeah. see, slash narrow. We'll see what I happens. I'm trying to, but I, I think I feel like for some reason I don't understand why they they're just not doing it well. <laughs> like I feel like mm. like you know I, Batman and Superman like they're they were like okay this is our attempt we're gonna start trying to do this, um, yeah. but they just I, they don't quite get I think, there. I don't know I why. Think gonna, <laughs> I think it's gonna change because uh, uh, either Tuesday or or Wednesday it was mentioned that. Um, Jeff Johnson be taking over the head of the Warner Brothers DC Cinemax side as well, and yeah. while still running DC Comics, so so it'll be good to get a comic guy in there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he's already mentioned that he wants a lighter, more of a lighter tone, not such a greedy tone for the the movies coming out. So maybe that'll they they just need to get rid of the, they just need to get rid of that whole multiverse. Well, yeah. the movies and the shows are in the even the, they're connected through the multiverse. No, mm. <laughs> put everything either Earth one, Earth two, whatever. Don't don't split it up. DC does really well with TV shows, though. Mm-hmm. It's it's mm-hmm. the you know, and actually, I mean, Marvel like for me, Agents of the Shield, I just couldn't get through it for some yeah. reason. I couldn't Same get through way. it, and then I heard <laughs> second season was like really good, and I was like, well, I'm already kind of like out of it. But and then Marvel does a really good job with the movies. It's like, oh, I just wish that it was like. <laughs> both you know like really right. good movies and really good i mean i oh. love the TV shows right now they're awesome but yeah and marvel does a good job of the the netflix series but i think with oh, netflix yeah. Yeah. they have so much oh, yeah. freedom right like the, the yeah. episodes don't have to be like 57 minutes they could be an hour yeah. and 10 minutes if they need to be like you know like it's yeah. they do a good job with the streaming tv shows as right. opposed yeah. to like the network yep. shows well, yeah, jessica jones and daredevil were both oh, great oh, yeah. so good. And, and luke cage is yeah. going to be september yeah oh yeah, yeah. And there's rumors now that um, Blade, Ghost Rider, and uh, Moon Knight, Moon Knight coming to yes. Netflix and as well. Blade, I think uh, Blade too. I think they were talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to yeah. see yeah. Ghost Rider. Oh, I love yeah, Ghost Rider. They can keep going. Just make sure Nicholas Cage is here. Yeah, no Nicholas Cage, and it'll be fine. Well, and Punisher just got announced too, right? He just got announced. Yeah, yeah. 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 They just need to have Iron Fist, and then they've got the Defenders all set up, ready to go. Iron Fist comes out next year. Ah, there we go. Yeah, we haven't met him yet, right? Iron Fist says no. It's kind of yelling at you too for not knowing that too. We watched. Together, yeah. Iron Fist is supposed to come out next year. Cool. So I I say I'm so excited about the Daredevil show because I've loved Daredevil for a long time, and I I'm like the only person that liked the movie with Ben Affleck. Like I love that movie. It's what started me because I didn't really know anything about Daredevil until I watched the movie, and then I started reading the comics. So like when I heard this was coming out, I was like ah, like I thought it was a joke. I was like no way because like everybody didn't like the movie, so I'm like well why would they take a chance in it? I mean, it was just, I couldn't believe I watched the first season and I was like, I just kept watching it, like binge watched it because they dropped them all one time, which is dangerous. And it was really dangerous for a lot of reasons because, like, yeah. my psychology did not handle more than two episodes at one time. I know, right? It's a whole day. It's like a whole day you're watching and you're like, it's like 10 o'clock. I just spent the whole day. <laughs> 13 hours later, you're done with the season. <laughs> I didn't even eat or shower. Just like, <laughs> it's like you're, you're looking for that excuse to have a fight with your significant other. Just so you have the excuse to sit on the couch with ice cream and watch the show. <laughs> I kind of, actually, uh, we had to kind of just give ourselves only like a two episode max, like mm-hmm. for both Daredevil and Jessica Jones, just because like I, it's so intense, but like in a good yeah. way. But I just, yeah. For me, I, I just I watch one episode a day. 
until I got <laughs> yeah. through it. That's good. Yeah, I don't have any other idea. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of dark. I feel that way with Gotham when I watch Gotham. Like I'm like I can only watch like one episode because it, it's gotten so dark recently. Uh, <laughs> one episode limit. So being a like movie makers and cinematographers, how watching just me with a layman's eyes watching Daredevil and the fight scenes and the choreography and everything and how they film those scenes, it's just amazing. I can't imagine what you guys think when when you see how they do that. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I will say, I mean, and this is also could just be a setting on our TV. Like, there are sometimes with, and this isn't just like a comment on like the, the Netflix stuff. Sometimes when they go a little bit too gritty on things, um, they go for like a really dark look. And sometimes I'm just like, oh my God, just give me a little light just so I can see what their faces are doing. <laughs> just give me a little. Um, but generally, I just like, it's beautiful. Like, Daredevil was just like, beautiful <laughs> like yeah. aside from charlie cox being hot she doesn't mean yeah. the show she means his abs like we've had this discussion before yeah. she's all about him i'm all about foggy i'm like i don't know what it is about daredevil i don't like it like matt murdoch i don't like him i love foggy i just don't like i think because so, matt's just such a jerk to him to foggy and disappearing all the time <laughs> <laughs> everything cool. yeah. um I mean, but yeah but in terms like, of like the it's not just because the hot boys I mean the hot boys help but um it's uh it's beautiful like I like, even just like like watching spoiler for anyone who hasn't watched season one of Daredevil um like like watching the scenes like where Wilson and Fisk is turning into like that baby elephant pounding on things kind of idea oh, yeah. um yeah. like it's it was beautiful like it was yeah. it's, it's lovely um they did a really good job of making the violence of the show look gorgeous which is probably maybe not a good thing sometimes but um it's it was it's a beautifully shot series um i find oh, actually all the netflix series across the board are are beautifully shot um, whether it's a, a marvel property or not like house of cards all of them they're they're just gorgeous see that, that was cool. my seems to have that. oh well um, and your favorite show nicole <laughs> Sorry, my daughter's been watching that. <laughs> Seems like Daredevil has that one fight scene, like in the the season was in the stairway, and then mm-hmm. I think it was in the uh, and the first season was going through the warehouse or whatever. But that that where it really stuck out for made the whole season. Yeah, like I think yeah, the first season in the, in the hallway or something like that. Like it's it yeah, was yeah. so. I remember people telling me about that before I got to that episode in season one, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah. Whatever, but then I watched. I was like, "Whoa, so cool!" Um, yeah, and yeah, the, and again, spoiler alert for season two if you haven't seen it, just turn off for a second. Um, yeah, going down that stairwell, I was like, yeah. "Whoa!" Ah. Yeah. <laughs> and a friend so, of mine that I was watching it said it was. It looked like it was all in like one take. It wasn't like just like stop and film a little bit and then stop. It seemed like it was like a continuing like. I thing. think they did what they did with the Birdman, where they made the Birdman look like it was all in one take, but it's a trick right like so they're filming it and then they do this and they go by a wall and then they go to it looks like there's one movement and it is one movement but they've actually taken a break Mm. does that make sense i think that's what they did i don't know that short okay they use the the wall as a transition point to basically help help give time to uh, set up and yeah 
other way you could do it too that I've seen like they just find a way that they could cut it or it's like you blink and you're like was that a cut or was I just blinking because I've seen that like even in commercials where you think it's all one take but if you watch it over and over you're like oh my gosh there's a cut there I never noticed like there's mm-hmm. their editors are so sneaky like they're so good at what they do that they can make you think that you're watching like do you remember when the Blair Witch product came out and everyone thought that shot of her like with the kid was like real and you know it's like, up in her face and it's like but if you go back and rewatch it there's so many cuts you're like oh wait yeah. a second kid this is not actually found footage but the way that like you can edit really makes it feel that way like that you know maybe it's one continuous shot I would have to rewatch that scene you know with the staircase but mm-hmm. this is quite possible that they have a lot well, of cuts just don't and, and what y'all such a good job putting it together <laughs> and what y'all are talking about with the edits uh, I mean I catch the same thing with with audio flubs now being audio engineer like there there's a commercial i think it's chevy or dodge where this gal's walking in front of this whole row of like car cabinets and she drops a microphone in front of the exhaust pipe and she's wearing no hearing protection and the car revs up i'm like yeah if that was the case she'd be blown away and she'd be screaming in pain because her ears are bleeding (laughs) don't see it happening there's actually just sometimes like with edits um, when they do like reversals so it's like my over the shoulder I'm looking at Tanya or whatever excuse me I just burped I have a gin and tonic I was drinking a gin and tonic I'm sorry uh, what <laughs> I'm just having juice I was like Nicole's probably not drinking <laughs> we couldn't see what her husband was bringing in I know I thought that was water we just saw that was a glass ah <laughs> Right in there, and then before that was like a hard cider. Anyway, I don't. Oh. No, that's why my face is all red. Um, I was wondering why you were fanning yourself. Yeah, it's hot in California. Like, we're, 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 we're just that bad. She has to drink it for us to be tolerable. Oh, no. But, you know, sometimes, like, when you see them do, like, the over-the-shoulder to the other person, and you, you hear the audio, what they're supposed to be saying, but if you look at their mouth, like, it's moving, it's not the same thing, and you're like, yeah. I, which most people would have noticed, but if mm-hmm. it's film or auto, like, that's something you would totally pick up, like, okay. Yeah, I, I usually catch a, I catch a lot of that, yeah. I want to say, like, in almost every show, if they're doing an over-the-shoulder where you're with a person talking and you don't see their mouth, it's very rarely matches. Like, yeah, yeah it, I want to say it happens you know what I've done? Um, oh, man, I lost my train of thought. Never mind. Sorry. Gin and Tom. Hard cider. <laughs> Do you guys uh, watch Orphan Black? No. Show? Tanya. I should say that I've seen it, but I don't have cable anymore. So oh. I watched it. Because the cable. Because the cord. And it's not oh. on Netflix yet. Dang. Oh, she did because uh, she's amazing. And I saw her on yeah. the streetcar, and I was like, I was like, uh, uh. I, could, I was I was texting like 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 Matt Carvery and then like because he was like hit Charlie like, huge fans for they're like oh my god I was like what do I do what do I like go talk to him like I can't talk to her it's weird yeah. <laughs> but just the editing with that and when she's playing all the different characters and she's actually talking to herself as a different character it's just like mm-hmm. amazing how how they how they do that on that show well, she's her body double is like an amazing actress like she like the, she will give like shout out to her body double who plays like when they're doing like when she's talking and someone else like back to the camera um uh, she's just like she she's created these characters just as much as i have um because she will do the full scene with her um so she's got someone to act against so they ended up actually giving her body double a small part um i want to say maybe second season maybe first season um just because she's 
like the, all the crew is like the body double is just as talented. It's just because she's not playing the main part. Um, but they, they definitely, I guess, those two have an absolute partnership in in that yeah. in that show together. So like Jamie Alexander with her stunt double, who's also her body double as well. Uh, I remember what I was gonna say now. Came true, Jen and Tommy. Yeah, the chief. So, have you guys ever done like background work on like a film or something? If you've ever done background work, you'll now look at background on other films and you'll pick it apart and you'll laugh because you know that like the people sitting in the back of the diner talking aren't really having a conversation. They're just like lipping like quietly to each other, like pretending to even. So sometimes I'll like be so caught up in what the background talent is doing that it's just so funny. Wait, I need to be paying attention <laughs> to actual actors. Actual. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you look for the background actors who are trying to do like a really big reaction, which is like so out of place. Like, oh, they yeah. get away really quickly. It's because that guy started doing this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's like Spaceballs um, when Rick Moranis' Stark helmet is getting ready to do the groin shot. You see the one the one Spaceball and Negum start to react to it before he actually pulls it off. That's funny. I don't know. That's just something I always look for, like the background characters or the background. It's just, I don't know why I'm so drawn to it. Being a background it's, actor is like not fun, not fun. by the way. <laughs> I've done it before. I was actually on an episode of Mad Men. Um, you can see my back. What? what? Yeah. Yeah. It's, but I was just like in the background, like where there's like a sports bar. It's like a British pub. And where does it take place? New York. See, I don't even watch it, but. I'm like, you're just saying words. <laughs> I'm saying words. So, and then I had to get my hair cut for it, actually, because you had to look like you were in the 60s at that point in time. Did they dress um, you? Yeah. They gave you a Yeah, wish? they dressed. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. I had to go for a wardrobe fitting at like a huge costume place. That was pretty cool. I had no idea. I love that, Ben. I had no idea. I'm like starstruck over you right now. Oh. <laughs> you see the you back of my hair? No, but you know what was really weird about this film shoot that day, uh, TV shoot? So we're shooting on location at this pub, and they had, like, normally when you have, like, famous actors, like, they're in, like, their own trailers and stuff. Mm. But the weird thing is they weren't. There just wasn't enough space, so you would just, like, walk past them sitting in their little chair like, so you could have, I mean, I didn't because I felt that might be kind of weird. I didn't want to interrupt them if they had, like, their own little practice that they did but to get ready for a scene. But, um, yeah, you had to, like, walk past them to get to craft services where the food was and to get back to our holding area, which was, like, it's weird. I was like, So you could have, like, had, like, like hangout time with John Hamm? Yeah, technically I could have. But see, I don't really get starstruck. <laughs> I don't get starstruck. I'm just, like, I, I get starstruck over how it's, like, people who are super good at what they do, like, I'm in awe. And, like, he is so good in that role. Like, you know who like, I get starstruck by? Is Dog the Bounty Hunter when I saw him at Disneyland? Oh, yeah, I <laughs> <laughs> the like, mullet you were up. Watch on Theos, not um. Gosh, why am I really not John Stamos? Wow, I'm surprised. Because I got that you know I love the Matrix. I got to check his lap bar at Space Mountain. Wasn't really complete Star Trek by him, but Dog the Bounty Hunter, I flipped out. Yeah, I don't wow. know. Yeah, wow, I'm special. Mandy Moore he... even talked, and I didn't get like I thought she was great and sweet, but like I just yeah, I don't know what it is. It's so weird. I think the only so, person I've ever gotten like tongue tied over um, or two. I was working in a production office in Ottawa, and um, Janine Garofalo was starring in this movie of the week, and she was calling uh, before she arrived. She wanted to talk to Wardrobe to like you know probably go over her sizes or something like that whatever anyway so i answered the phone because i literally was the girl at the front desk um and you know i think like hey protection and uh, like oh yeah can i talk to so and so in wardrobe I'm like sure can i ask who's calling and she's like it's janine garofalo and i literally <laughs> paused i was 
like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I was like, just a minute, please. <laughs> um, that's the only person I've ever like. I couldn't like finish a sentence, I, and it was over the phone, so she didn't even see me go bright red and not know what to do and all that stuff. See, <laughs> mine, uh, I, I could talk to almost anyone. Um, and of course, with me being at Disney, uh, we have the Atlanta Braves down here for spring training, and I was over at Sports Complex. I'm a Toronto Blue Jays fan, which is odd for an American to say that. Um, <laughs> I'm blown away right now. <laughs> uh, when the team was created, when the team was created, the expansion draft, a lot of the, a lot of my favorite players picked up by Toronto. I was like, hey, I got my dream team. You know, I was a seven year old, like or six year old. I got my dream team. Yay! So were you going crazy last year? We're talking about. Oh, I was going nuts last year. Joey Bats, man, that bat glass, flip, that glass that jaw. Whatever. Bless well, yeah, y'all after got, the other night. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> that was weird. Um, so, of course, at the time, it was the last year of Bobby Cox, who had been manager with Toronto. So I'm, I'm walking through. I see Chipper Jones. I'm like, hi, how you doing? <laughs> so I'm staring up at him. Now, I'm 5'9". He's like 6'7", six, 6'8". Six, hi, how you what? doing? Um I mean, I, I've met um, a couple of the Orlando Magic basketball players. I'm, I'm friends with pro hockey players uh, who have come through the Orlando area. Um, again, I've talked to um, David Augensteyers. I've talked to a few other folks that have come through Disney now and have gotten backstage treatment. But I'm walking down, the taking gear to the Braves locker room, uh, taking some equipment to the you know, TV and whatnot to the Braves locker room. And as I'm getting ready to go in, out comes Bobby Cox. I'm like, uh, 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 yeah, hi. <laughs> I head right down. I couldn't talk him to save my life. I will say there was one other, um, and I, you guys probably, he's a Canadian star on, it was on the CBC, he still is, uh, but George Strombolopoulos, um, I was working on a CBC show and I was making, I was like a PA, so I maybe was like, I was making the big like urns of coffee, like the big like vats of them, and I was bringing it like a holding. And so it was really early in the morning, and I'm trying to fill up this thing with water, and it's awkward in a regular size sink. And I turn around, I'm carrying this big, huge thing, and there's, like, George Strombolopoulos just, like, kind of standing there waiting to get water, because I've monopolized the sink, I think, <laughs> for a good long time. Um, I literally stopped, I was like, uh-uh. <laughs> um, I was just, that was the other time that I got started, because he's got beautiful eyes. So, George, if you're listening, I love your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I think mine was just this past weekend at the Motor City Comic Con. I got to uh, meet uh, Katrina Law from uh, Arrow and Spartacus, oh. and uh, she's like real gorgeous. <laughs> and uh, she was like took a picture with me, and she's like she has she's like leaning into me, has her like taking my glasses off and stuff. I'm like ah. <laughs> oh my god! So I got some pictures up on Facebook, but I was like, oh my gosh! And then then she then she's like, uh, what season's your favorite? I'm like, uh, the one with Deathstroke. <laughs> I could even ask her or talk to her about anything else, and I'm like thinking afterwards all the things I could have asked her and things. I'm like, um, I'm such an idiot. You know what? <laughs> I just remembered that it's kind of similar situation with Summer Glau. I was at a, a festival or um, fantasy con, and it was like a new convention a couple years ago to Salt Lake City, Utah. And so I didn't want to pay money to have her sign something, so I just went in line to say hi. And I was I had kind of like a casual Harry Potter bounding kind of outfit. Like I was sort of like Ravenclaw inspired and she's like oh I love your outfit I was like but I, I'm, uh, I'm Ravenclaw like I just like <laughs> couldn't talk to her I was like this is so embarrassing oh my gosh love butterfly <laughs> 
Now, I, mm-hmm. Me too. I, I've gone to a couple shows where I've had the talent, you know, the guests, media guests at the show try and make me starstruck. And really? Like, yeah. Yeah, especially especially in the beginning when you know when the show was first starting up, um, we we were at MegaCon twenty thirteen. Uh, it's a local show here in Orlando, and we're doing a lot of on site interviews. So you know, five ten minute interviews with everyone. And I had Ellen Dubin on the show, and I love Ellen, but I, I almost felt like she she was almost trying to turn it into a starstruck situation to get me to stumble and. <laughs> I'm like, okay, we're gonna play this game. It's fun, and I and I started yeah. off by going. Um, I totally blew it in the beginning because um, she was sitting next to Gigi Edgley from Stargate or not Stargate, uh, Farscape, and I I just immediately so tell us about your your character on Farscape, and I'm like, crap, she wasn't on Farscape. She was on another show. <laughs> and it was like. She goes, you want to do it over again? I'm like, yeah, I think I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Funny. So. Rushes with fame are kind of rough, especially with uh, the money that they charge for, like, just to get their autograph and stuff. It was like uh, Lena Headey yeah. from uh, Game of yeah, Thrones was there. And, she was uh, 50 bucks. Yeah. Or 60 bucks for her autograph. That was like 100 bucks for a photo op. Wow. Oh. Yeah. It sounds like the Star Wars. Like- I think the highest I've ever seen a media guest go for outside of Stan Lee, which Stan Lee commands it. I'm, I'm sorry. If he wants to charge $200 for an autograph, I, I think it's justified at this point, especially with his age. Um, but the highest I've seen was at Star Wars Celebration, Mark Hamill, 150 bucks for an autograph. And then there was a, and then there was like a, I think his photo, photo op was like a hundred bucks. Wow. Yeah. It was insane. See, and I'm, I can't do that. I'm like, I could use this money for food or rent or gas. I got out of line and because uh, I saw a statue that I wanted to get, which was around the same price. So I got out of line before I got up to Lena Hitty and just went and bought the statue instead. <laughs> Never mind. I'd rather have yeah. a statue. Yeah, sort of. A, <laughs> what am I going to do with a picture with a signature on it? That's I think actually the picture, or the picture getting a picture with the person, I think is cooler than, than getting their autograph, be able to just yeah. kind of meet them and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Sometimes that's more expensive than autographs. Yeah, it is. I don't spend that much money. I'll just like take a picture from you uh, of you from afar and cherish well, it, and then move on. Or well, something. they were they had a uh, guys out in the crowd that were telling people that not to do it, and you couldn't yeah. have your cell phone out while you're waiting in line. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and, that, yeah. A lot of shows are banning that. Wow. Well, I. I think when we were at Fantasy Con, though, we lucked out because we had a vendor booth and we were directly across from all those guys. So we could kind of sneak pictures and it wouldn't matter because what are they going to do? Be like, oh, you can't have yourself in it. Like, um, I'm a vendor. So. Yeah. <laughs> do you know who I am? Yeah, do you know who I am? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I only have, like, barely a few drink. <laughs> barely. Only a gin and tonic and a cider. And yeah. I'm not sure what else he's been bringing in. Yeah. I'm like, uh, I think she's moved on to vodka. Yes. Yeah. No, it's another gin and tonic. That's why I like it. I, you're just, you're just I, amazing. I love this. I just think it's totally. Hilarious. I make fun of myself inside my head. So. <laughs> <laughs> See, my thing with like autographs and pictures, I always feel like I'm like, you know, one day I want to be in, like, I want to be in a show with you. So I'm just like, I'm like, I'll wait, I'll wait until I'm casting a show with you, and then I'll get a photo with you. But then at that point, it's like but not do, as. You think exciting. that would be worse though? No. Really, you don't think approaching like your co-star or whatever would be? No, well, because you have, you have you develop like a relationship, like a oh, regular, okay. like like not like, like a month. Yeah, like, hey, so yeah, like, hey. yeah, yeah. I'm gonna Post on Instagram, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, then, 
then I'll date a phone. We're hanging okay. out and having lunch together. Then I'll have a phone. Oh, yeah. We're going to be famous one day. Just wait. Yeah. People are going to want our <laughs> photograph. <laughs> $300. 150 each. Yes. <laughs> Did you hear, speaking of Justin Bieber, we talked about a long time ago, that he, like, doesn't want to take pictures with people anymore because he's, like, too burnt out. And it's like, yeah, but the only reason why you're famous is because people are making you famous, you know? Mm. Well, unfortunately, I have uh, two nieces of the age that were uh, fans of his, so I ended up having to buy some of his CDs and stuff for them. And it's like, ah. It almost burned my hands when I picked him up. It, it's funny how all that came about after he got his face tattoo. After he got what? He got a face tattoo. He got a face tattoo. What? When did I wait? I missed his face tattoo. Clearly, I'm not up to date on Justin Bieber. I didn't know. I think that's the guy. I didn't know that. I haven't seen the photo of it. I'm like, whatever. I'm not clicking on a Justin Bieber. What's what's like a Mike Tyson type one or what? Justin. No, I I I think I think he just got a like a small little cross Uh somewhere on his face. He's so tough. And to give him like prison cred or something. Yeah, I'm just like, dude. Probably to do the, the teardrop or something. Yeah, that's why I'm like, do you get teardrops or something? Yeah. <laughs> I think he has to go to jail for that first. And I think it's only supposed to be the girls that get it, would, right? He would survive in jail. He'd be so cool. How do you know these oh, yeah. things? <laughs> I can't tell you. <laughs> As she pulls her pants back up to normal instead of prison level. Yeah. <laughs> she wears, she puts on makeup to cover up her little tear tattoo on them. Actually, you know what? I don't have to Actually, what? No, I don't have but I have this like dimple right here that's kind of tear shaped, and it's actually not like a genuine dimple. I actually fell and hit my head when I was like little on this jungle gym, and I got a scar that looks like a dimple in the shape of a dimple. That's from her first experience with gin and tonic. <laughs> in first grade. No. I don't. I don't know why the school lunch tastes great. It, my mommy put juice in. My thermos bottle. No, you know what? Uh oh. It's what makes the pimento loaf taste better. <laughs> oh, there you guys are there. You guys went away for a second. Um, my mom actually used to put stickers in my lunchbox, not gin and tonics. Okay. That was just the LSD. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. no drop, the, drop an acid. <laughs> I had a sticker club, guys. Pretty exciting. I'm pretty embarrassed to say I had uh, some scratch and sniff. Uh, Who did it? Those were awesome. Oh, that, those were great. <laughs> Yeah. Do you guys remember the roller rinks? And they would, you put quarters in, and you slide the thing, and you pulled out, a sticker would come out? Yeah. Spark aligned? That was amazing. <laughs> maybe maybe I that was an American still, thing. Don't they yeah. still have those? Some yeah, stores? Uh, doesn't yeah. Lisa Frank still do half of that? Yeah, she still has stuff. Guys, fun fact about Lisa Frank, when I took across the ground lane, um, we had to do this, like, monologue at the end of our class. It was, like, a one-minute monologue, and people would, this is, this is true story, they'd have to yell out something that you had to rant about for one minute at like a level 10 so just like crazy high level intensity i was given unicorn not even kidding and i started ranting about it and then it turned into lisa frank because lisa frank had unicorns on the folders and the stickers and so that's all i was gonna tell you about <laughs> and that was before I had a unicorn obsession, really. And someone just yelled out unicorns, and then I had to talk about it for a minute. So, like an improv class or something? Yeah, it yeah. was improv class. Yeah. So, sounds like a new segment, the gin and tonic diaries. Yes. Claudia, <laughs> <laughs> your face right now is so funny. You're like, you're doll doll. Drink, <laughs> drinks with Nicole and Tanya. <laughs> what what oh, we don't actually, we don't see is. 
Yeah. Uh, I was gonna nice. say what we what we don't see is Tanya actually writing all this down on the side, keeping track. <laughs> Yeah. I'm remembering. I'm remembering. Tanya's uh, Nicole's the designated interviewer. <laughs> she starts going off the rails. Tanya's like, cut it up, cut it. <laughs> so I'm in the interview. <laughs> cut. I'll stop. I'll stop. <laughs> so, no, not stop drinking. We'll stop talking. We'll stop talking. <laughs> so again, that's the uh, Nicole and Tanya show. Um, do you guys have like a release date yet or coming up or uh, because we are taking our time and post well actually it's just taking longer than we anticipated but hopefully soon I mean like it's very like the first episode is done it's in the can it's ready to go for people to watch but we want to wait till we finish episode two and probably episode three before we actually kind of get a little it. momentum going and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just sort of because you know the editor, namely me, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, we want to have like a few like completed before we release the first one, so that like completed in terms of like full like post everything they're ready to go. Um, just sort of give a little bit of a buffer. Um, so as we're editing the next one, it's not like feeling like oh my god. Um, because uh, we want to obviously do the best that we can. So, and because it is something that I'm still learning, um, I'd rather have more time than less for things. <laughs> but it's coming along. Like it's gonna be. It's gonna be pretty soon. I'm gonna I think say it, it might be like before the end of May that we've got our first out. Like, really? It's not, I'm, so? I'm, I'm hopeful. Okay. Heard it here first. I said might. I said might. Oh, we, we, we got it on uh, we got it on tape. No wait, if we do the Canadian to American conversion, that translates to uh, in the July. Yeah. <laughs> that's no, it's like September, October. Yeah, <laughs> it's longer. It used, to, it used to be great when I was younger. We used to when the drinking age was nineteen over there. We used to go over to Windsor before we turned mm-hmm. twenty-one, mm-hmm. and uh, that's a good time. Because I went to school in Ottawa, um, so the Ontario drinking age is nineteen, but in Quebec it's eighteen. So we would our like friends who we went to school with like first year who weren't nineteen yet. We just crossed the border on a Friday <laughs> night that worked just as well. <laughs> is it just like a going between the provinces and stuff? Is that like the same as like crossing state line, or is do you have to? Yeah, same idea. I mean, I think I think across the country it's nineteen, except for Quebec. I think Quebec is still eighteen. Um, but uh, yeah, same idea. Uh, every province has different rules and regulations for everything. But like when you yeah. enter into a province, do you have to like go through like a check or anything like that, or just like, no, across, no, say, you just cross it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You guys are Canadians. Yeah. Are you doing it? The provinces. The provinces are like states. Yeah, that's ex- what I figured. Except- yeah, like so we've got like a yeah. provincial government just like you would have your state government and obviously we've got federal government which oversees everything. Um, but like healthcare, like when we say we have universal healthcare, like healthcare is governed by a province. So um, so like my Ontario healthcare isn't like it's, I'm, I'm not covered in BC right away. Does that make sense? Because I've got, so I'm an Ontario citizen so my healthcare coverage is Ontario not British Columbia. Or what the heck is <laughs> I don't know what she's dying right now. What is she doing? Like, I, what was fu- I was talking about healthcare? What was funny? That's our. <laughs> Did you just think of a new? Se- she thought of a new segment. Everyone, she thought of a new segment. Oh God. <laughs> Civics. I don't know. <laughs> I was just like all like off camera, and I just thought it was hilarious. I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> the question is yes, about why you were falling. <laughs> Nicole. Oh god. I think we know. <laughs> we broke Nicole. I think, I, think I, I think I'm just tired. Uh, yeah. 
tired, everyone. She's tired. Tired. Both works. Yes. We broke her, everyone. She's yeah. officially broken. <laughs> Sean G. I guess it's not officially uh, day drinking still there, so it's a little late, so yeah. <laughs> Nine o'clock p.m. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's day drinking, is it? I don't know. <laughs> she, oh she, she's not on she's not on Pacific time. She's on GT time. Yeah. <laughs> what is <Just> that? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? I'm so sorry. This is awesome. I'm enjoying this immensely. Guys, <laughs> we're good. Okay. Yes. So where can we find it? Where can we find you guys on the internet? When 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 this thing is coming out? I want Nicole to try this right now. Yes. Okay. Facebook.com slash Nicole and Tanya Show or Twitter.com Nicole and Tanya Show or YouTube. We got a W. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna spell that in a second. Or YouTube.com slash Nicole and Tanya Show. So here's the thing. Nicole is spelled N I C O L E. And Tanya is T-O-N-Y-A. We have to clarify that because I'm not Nicole. There's no H in my name. And she's not Tanya, a T-O-N-Y-A. And then, yeah, on Twitter, they just didn't give us enough characters. So it's Nicole Tanya's show with no W. And you got to use hashtag <laughs> <laughs> So then you got to use hashtag Claire Unicorn because it's great. <laughs> So there's that. <laughs> that was well done. I, 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 I know why they always had you do the uh, show intros on Super King Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I think for the next week, the, the hashtag for you guys needs to be Gin and Tonic Show. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually we could do a gin and tonic. What kind of do you like gin and tonic? Not really, but I can have like a whiskey or something. It's fine. Or you can have a wine. I know like all of Canada likes wine, so we can. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty broad statement. <laughs> it's weird because so, so is most of LA. We're more, yeah. we're, more, we're more known for our beer drinking, so that right. was like really okay. Well, because when we went to when we went to Canada, Scott was like he loves IPAs and they have like really high alcohol content and when he went to Toronto he couldn't find anything over like five percent and he was like really upset but he's like but the wine is amazing so he was like thinking that like everyone in Canada just drinks wine over beer so we just I just it's kind of like an inside joke I guess but he's not here so maybe it's just I'm not making any sense sorry <laughs> and beer is a Canadian beer is higher in alcohol content than us it is. yeah it's really yeah, yeah very much so yep. yeah. That's why yeah. we used to go over there to the duty-free shops and mm-hmm. pick up beer. I, I think he was just plan. doing the wrong thing is what we're trying yeah. to say. <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe so. He, I guess because we're so close to the border, we know uh, some of the Canadian ins and outs. He, he, uh-huh. he just found the tourist yeah, bar. <laughs> yeah, I think it was in areas where just, like, they didn't really serve a lot of beer. So, I don't know. Like, Well, you know, then in America, you can find alcohol at pretty much any grocery store, convenience store, where in Canada it's actually harder to find. Like, you have to go to a liquor store. So that's also another thing, is like you have to know where one is or just drive around for a long time until you find one. So what you're saying is that alcohol <laughs> is the Canadian unicorn. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ever elusive and ever chasing. Just <laughs> <laughs> got tonic all over my pants. <laughs> 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 Don't you Canadians have an app for that to just find the, uh, the liquor, the liquor stores? Oh yeah, I think there is actually. <laughs> right, right like now the app. Would, right now the app would be saying you want gin and tonic. Go to Nicole's lap. It's all over there. <laughs> 
everywhere. Bye. Wait, wait, aren't you supposed to use that to clean stuff out? So it should be, yeah. be fine. You're getting stains out. Yes. <laughs> Genitalia's clear, though. Yeah, but it's supposed to get stains oh, out. Right. What? I something. What? You use maybe, or maybe it's a gin or the tonic. Oh, uh, no. it's a tonic. It's a tonic. It's a tonic. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So we're good. Yeah, it'll, it'll clean itself right out. <laughs> cool. <laughs> if you pour gin and tonic on the floor, it'll get the stain out, but it'll help you... Still think you're intoxicated when you're on the floor. Well, you know, sometimes I would act like this, like without actually drinking. So people would think I'm drunk when I didn't actually have anything. This happened. Tom. I've seen this happen. Actually, it's actually kind of funny. But this is not one of those times. Yeah. <laughs> Fun fact: that's not one of those times right now. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler <favorite>. alert! <laughs> Spoiler alert, everyone. Yes. Nicole's drinking. Yes. <laughs> Just kidding. That didn't happen. Well, on, on that note, I think we're going to wrap it yeah. up for this week. <laughs> Put this show out of its misery. <laughs> so, you, you have been listening to the Gin and Tonic Diaries? <laughs> yeah. um, really only for the last, like, half. Not half. Like, five yeah. minutes. You're funny. So, um... We thank you guys for coming on and uh, yes. and chatting with us. Thank you. And uh, until next week. Want to know more? So, um, the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a... Science Fiction Club? This has been a Weeby Geeks production.